Well, it's that magic time of year. It's the uh, first part of November, and uh, all the leaves are coming off the trees, and the rut will be on very soon. So I'm taking a different approach this year. Instead of hunting the early morning and late evening, uh, the only time that I actually have to hunt uh, during the week is the 10 to 2 hour. So we're going to set up about 10 o'clock every morning for the next two weeks straight and see if we can shoot us a nice bug. Okay, wish us luck. After determining the wind direction, I placed two scent wicks, one east and one west of my stand, about 30 yards apart, and doctored them up with HTS white tail gland. Well, it's time to refuel. I got me a sandwich, some Pringles, and a little Sunny D. So uh, I've given it two hours and haven't seen nothing yet. So. Uh, We'll give it another couple hours here after I refuel here. And if we don't see any deer today, then we'll just have to uh, come back tomorrow. These are my favorite types of Pringles. They always have these uh, little questionnaires on them. Kind of cool because it keeps me entertained while I'm out here being bored seen any deer. Let's see. What type of animals? And the answer is now that's edible knowledge. I had to make a decision either to go to work or stay for the evening's hunt. And uh, this time around, I decided to stay for the evening's hunt. Perfect hit. I'm sure that was a perfectly placed shot. Couldn't have been any better. Um, hope it's already getting dark on me. And it's too early in the season. There's a lot of leaves on the trees. Uh, so it's going to be 
dark when I begin the tracking process, but my camera has super night shot, so we'll be able to, to track her using the super night shot on the camera. Kind of decorate my stand there a little bit. All right, uh, had to call in some backup because uh, I shot her about a half hour before dark. And I, I normally like to wait about 20 to 30 minutes before I track an animal after I shoot him with a bow. But I heard her go down, so it shouldn't be much of a track job. Let's see if we can find her. All right. Well, it's a little rough going through here. A little rough. All right, this is where she come out right here. I turned her around with the uh, grunt tube. I started calling to her and she came back and uh, jumped the fence right here and come out and offered me this little 15 yarder. So let's uh, pick up the trail right here. All right, hand me one of the lights there. Here she is. Looks like a good hit, Michael. Nice and pink. That's exactly what you want to see right there. Good pink. All right. Here she goes right here. Oh, there's my arrow. There's my arrow right there. Oh, yeah, it's coated clean pass-through. All right. Wenzel Woodsman Broadheads, man. Did the number on her. Oh, man. Any minute now, guys. There she is right there. Ah, <laughs> oh, folks. It just doesn't get any better than that. Now Larry Sizemore's turn to hunt. He asked me where we were going, and I told him the hilltop stand. And he said, Ed, I like that spot, but uh, the deer always seem to be on the other side of the fence. I said, don't worry, Larry. I got a little trick up my sleeve. I'm going to soak this rag with... Uh, HTS dough and heat. All right, let me show how we're gonna bring these guys in by the nose. about right where we would like the shot, right about there. Let's put a little bit more right there. That ought to offer him a good shot right there. 
Later that afternoon, Larry and I were positioned and ready for the hunt. It wasn't long, and I spotted movement in the brush. The buck disappeared through the brush, and it was all over, folks. He was never seen again the rest of the year. The following morning, Larry and I decided to move to the corner stand. Larry and I were joined by a great horned owl. We shared the same corner stand. Uh, the great horned owl was hunting with uh, talon and beak. Uh, Larry Sizemore with bow and arrow, and uh, me with the camera. Um, so it was a unique experience. Guess what? It was finally my turn to hunt, and the cameraman doesn't show. So I decided to grab my own personal camera and head out to the stand. I was able to make it to my stand just in enough time to lay some HTS whitetail dough and heat, climb up on my stand, and get ready for the hunt.
It wasn't long before I heard rustling of the leaves and I knew that deer were headed in my direction. combination of HTS whitetail doe and heat and the ultimate decoy proved to be a lethal combination. This is the big one, Eddie. Can't really see, I'm tracking the deer. Come up here, I hit him about right in here. And here he is, <laughs> oh my God, he's a monster. He is a monster. Oh my, where are we growing? I'm gonna try to put the camera in my, uh, the flashlight in my mouth. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten, mainframe. What would you call that, Eddie? An eight? Not uh, mainframe ten. Mainframe ten? Look at the mass on that deer. I'll tell you what, my left leg is going to town right now. And this ain't even the big one. I let the big one walk by me for Eddie's buddy. Um, Joe Kramer or John Kramer. Can't remember which one was hunting just over. If it's 75, 100 yards from me, this looks like a baby compared to the big one. I'm not kidding you. I mean, I'd say he'd, he's all one, 190, probably 180 for sure, probably possibly 190. But this one here, I don't know, I think this one might go one, 150 for sure. Do I trust HTS Whitetail products during my hunting season? What do you think? Man, that was a nice buck. What a shame I was running late, huh? Let's take a little time now and go to Old Mexico for a self-guided, self-filmed javelina hunt. Well, I wish I could take him, but Tito's already told me he's off limits. But he's an incredible animal. Looks like about a three and a half twist. He's still young, but maybe he'll breed some of those does. Unbelievable. They're coming up right behind me. Fred Bear takedown, three-piece recurve bow, and my homemade custom shafts made by Ed DeWitt out of Pendleton, Indiana. 
and a two-blade Magnus broadhead, 125 grain. I shot the howling in a perfectly placed right behind the shoulder. It just spun around and dropped. That's the way it's done right there in Old Mexico on Rancho San Fabian. So now we're just, uh, now that we've got our little bonus out of the way, we're going to wait for a nice buck and top it all off. All right, wish me luck. This evening, perfectly in the plug. Later that evening, my game was taken back to camp, dressed out and prepared for the evening meal. Cooked over an open Mexican, authentic wood-burning stove, I can tell you it was nothing short of gourmet. I'm Eddie Brochen, and until next week, God bless you all. <laughs>